Welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I'm Jasmine Haley, healthcare provider turned educator, entrepreneur, and startup strategist. Not too long ago, I was burnt out, overwhelmed, depressed, and full of fear from a toxic work environment. I created my business out of necessity to create a legacy I can be proud of today. It helps me transform the lives of women every single day to pursue their dreams and entrepreneurial goals. I created this podcast to share the empowering stories of entrepreneurial women, help you break through self-doubt to your greatness, and share business strategies to help you create a thriving and profitable business. If you are an emerging entrepreneur or business owner that wants to create the mindset needed to escape burnout, reclaim your personal power, and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams, this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, this is Jasmine Haley, the host of the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. And this episode's guest is Joanne Wetzel. Listeners, I wish I can tell you everything that's happened uh, behind the scenes for us to put this episode out there. Okay. So many forces are working against us. But I guarantee you that the wait to hear this episode is going to be well worth it. Why? Because she is a Pinterest marketer and digital marketing girl behind Pin Savvy Co. Her company helps brands, businesses, and bloggers harness the SEO power of Pinterest to grow more purposeful, profitable businesses. And everything she does, Joanne works to make business easier online for women-owned businesses while empowering them through building community and genuine connection when she's not building a legacy and y'all already know how that's very close to my heart you can find her hanging out with her two rescue pups mastering her yoga mat or traveling around with her husband in their house on wheels welcome to the show joanne hi jasmine so nice to be here finally after we got all of our technical difficulties out of the way so thank you for having me (laughs) absolutely i can't wait for this conversation i'm so giddy i'm gonna try my best to allow you to talk without me asking the questions in because i just can't wait to hear your journey and we kind of talked a little bit before we started recording but before we dive in deep onto who is joanne and your entrepreneurial journey i've got this one question for you that has nothing to do about owning a business Okay, let's do it. Please tell me about the, your house on wheels. That's so funny that you're asking me that. <laughs> we get this question all the time. So my husband and I, just to really give you a short and sweet backstory, we many years ago wanted to do the tiny home thing. And so we like worked to pay off all of our debt. We did the whole Dave Ramsey plan. And then about two years ago, we were like, let's do this. Like We still hadn't bought a tiny home or done anything. So we ended up selling our house last summer and saving up. We sold our house. We had a little bit of equity from the house and we moved into an RV. And so we started traveling, but then my husband got this amazing job. So currently we're parked with our friends right now. Um, and so we're kind of in a transition season right now, but we, we just wanted to like, I don't know, travel and see the country and, and really experience the United States because it is such a beautiful country. Like I love Europe and we, we love to travel, but like, let's see what our country has to offer. And we both love to hike. We obviously have dogs and it's, it's been really fun. It's been a very fun, uncomfortable, unique, uh, very inspiring, but I can't think of what I'm thinking of right now. Anyways, it's been a great experience. Let's just say that if you're looking to like, you know, minimize and whatnot, then then highly recommend. It's been great so far. I love that. I love that. I mean, you need to you need to follow this wonderful lady named Amanda Autry. She is um, her handler is the season of becoming. She and her boyfriend, her fiance, excuse me, 
also did the same thing. Cool. And right now they are parked in Texas. Oh, cool. They started from Baltimore and they moved their way all the way across. I'm like, oh, that sounds so amazing. I would love to do that. It's liberating. Yeah. It's liberating. That was the word that I was like on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't think of. It's just very, it can be very liberating because you can literally just pick up and go whenever you want. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get down to business here. Okay. For listeners who are new to my brand and and new to who I am, I started my business. I would never even think I would be on this podcast right now talking with you, Joanne. But I wind up being in a very toxic work environment. I wind up not being able to handle what came along with that, working all of these hours and wind up getting very sick. I had a beautiful family home life. My work situation consumed me. So after getting sick mentally and physically, okay, it manifested in a physical way, I wound up leaving my job and starting my business. But I've also found that burnout exists on so many levels. And as since this podcast is for emerging entrepreneurs, we have to talk about how burnout could possibly affect them and how to let them know they're not alone in that process, but also how in the world do you avoid it? Yes. Yeah. So just to give a little bit of backstory on how I burned out in my last business, I call myself a serial entrepreneur. I've owned several businesses and I used to work as a freelance hairstylist and makeup artist. And really in throughout that time, I was just taking on more clients and I was growing the business and I was scaling in such a way that like I couldn't really sustain without then bringing on a team. And it was hurting my marriage. It was hurting my physical health, my mental health. I didn't feel valued in my business anymore. I just really felt frustrated with my clients. You know, I wasn't coming from a place of like empathy or compassion or abundance. I was coming from a place of just like anger and frustration and resentment, right? And it was really, I had a, a bridezilla actually. It was one of my, my spring weddings the year that I decided to close my business. And I remember leaving that wedding and I was just like sweating head to toe. I was so exhausted and just fatigued and frustrated and overwhelmed by all of it. I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. And it was also because I allowed this person to treat me that way, but it's because I had not been setting boundaries with my clients. So I guess with burnout, it's very real. Nobody talks about it. I didn't even know that I was burned out, you guys. Like I didn't even know that there were real physical manifestations of burnout. Like it's an actual condition. And it's when things like when you're feeling fatigued and you're constantly anxious and you're depersonalized, like you don't find any purpose or value in your work, or you are feeling those frustrations towards your clients, or you wake up every day and you're just dragging yourself out of bed. I mean, when I was not with a client, I was usually in bed. I was napping, I was sleeping, I was watching Netflix. It was so unhealthy. And like my husband could even say, man, you know, like this is not you. And so that's when I made the change. I was like, something has got to give. This business has taken everything that I that I have, and something has to change. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, <laughs> that was powerful, and you were mindful enough to realize that. All right, I need to be accountable at this point, mm-hmm. and if I keep continuing on in this process, it's unhealthy, and something's got to change. And the, the first step always starts with you. Always. And what um, Joanne said, you know, the World Health Organization has labeled this a actual illness. It has its own identification code. There's no getting around it. It's actually considered a phenomenon. And there's so many people in academia, in 
in the professional world, the corporate world, the business world. It's just in our society, it's you're pushed to go, 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 like hustle, 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 hustle. And no one talks about the pause and the rest that's needed. So you can feel revitalized and just rejuvenated and connected with yourself and with human beings. You know, and it's true. And I think for me, really, the biggest thing was that I was just fatigued all, all the time. I was tired all the time. It didn't matter how much I slept, how little I slept, how much cat, like I was just tired. And so I was like, this cannot be all there is. Like, I just am not feeling fulfilled. I don't feel joy. I don't feel, you know, like excited to go to work anymore. And my creativity in my business, like as a makeup artist, there are times where we're on a creative shoot and I just was lacking in that creativity. And I guess I, one thing that I really just want to get across to people who are listening, um, if you feel like you're experiencing some of these symptoms of burnout is that like check in with yourself, ask yourself, like, how am I feeling? Where are these feelings arising from? You know, what can I change? And one of the big things that, that I really did not like put into my as a structure in my business were boundaries. I let clients text me, call me at every single, you know, like 10 o'clock at night or eight in the morning. And I was just constantly answering emails. And I did that to myself, but just know that like, there is an ability to set boundaries with your clients. And it's okay to say, Hey, I don't take clients on these days. And I don't work before 8am or I don't work after a certain time, because that's going to essentially help you to have longevity in your business. Mm. Yes. I love it. I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to do too much. Uh, mm-hmm to, okay. But all of that. I know. <laughs> I do the same thing. I do. I'm always like, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm taking my head. Yes. And yes, I'm agreeing with you. I love that. I mean, I didn't level up in my business and for all, cause this, this podcast is for those emerging entrepreneurs, right? All those people that have the entrepreneurial desires, you will not level up in your business until you learn how to set boundaries and automate it. You've got to automate it. Mm, yes. And so like, even if you want to speak to me, if you want to speak to Jasmine, it's not because I am the prince of peace. Okay. <laughs> or princess of peace, you know, or like, I, you know, think I'm all of that. Cause I remember one time some woman said, when I gave her my calendar schedule, she said, she was wondering who did I think I was? Yeah. And, and so I said to her, I said, well, I, I'm Jasmine, but I, I love my husband and I love my kids mm-hmm. and my kids deserve to have mommy there with them. Yes. And so she was like, wow, I wish I did that because I never did it. Oh, oh my gosh. That's so powerful. She owned her own business. She said, I never did. I used to be sitting having dinner with them and be answering my phone mm-hmm. because I didn't respond to her email when she wanted me to. Mm-hmm. Because after a certain period, that's it. Yep. You know, at that point, I was a full time entrepreneur. So it was, it was remarkable to hear her thoughts. Yeah. And then to hear my reason why and for her to reflect on her own journey. Well, and you're setting the example too. I think as business owners and entrepreneurs, I was actually just talking to somebody yesterday about like the impact that we have in our businesses that even if we're not building a legacy that's going to last, you know, a hundred years from now, the things that we're doing today matter to the people around us. So if that means that you're setting an example as an entrepreneur and saying, I set boundaries because I love my family. I want to have a valuable and rich home life, but I also want to have a valuable and rich business as well. And I think that's really wonderful. But one other thing I'll say about burnout and something that was really helpful for me that I didn't do initially as an entrepreneur was I defined my version of success, right? So we 
when I was working as a makeup artist, I'm like looking at other makeup artists, like, man, they're working with celebrities and they're, they're getting all these magazine clients and they're booking all these commercial gigs. Like, why doesn't my business look like that? It's because I didn't want my business to look like that. I, I didn't sit down and define what my version of success was. Like, what does that look like for me and my family? What does that look like for my life? And now, of course, we have a house on wheels and I want to make, you know, I want to serve people in Pinterest marketing and I want to be able to be able to take off whenever my family's in town and be able to go to yoga whenever I want. Like those are the things that that's my success. That's in my business. Those are the things that I want. So if you are in a business and you're getting started, like sit down and write down what does success look like for you? Because then when you hit that point, you're not you're not feeling like you have to continue to strive and, and do that that grunt work hustle that everybody talks about and then eventually get burnout. <laughs> full circle, full circle here. Yes, exactly. I mean, I can't tell you how many people and we all fall prey to this. We now we're on social media. We're not using it intentionally. We're just browsing along. You may see things and you feel inspired, but then you continue on and on and on. And you're like, well, why don't I have this and that? And it's that comparison that oftentimes I tell people, stop following. If you can't control your mindset right now, stop following. Look at the time that you're spending when you're on social media, because I feel like that's a huge culprit for many of us right now is the social media. A lot of times, I think before social media, you had to really search, really, really search <laughs> what, like what the yellow book um, <laughs> to see what businesses were out there. Everything's so exposed right now. Yeah. And I, it's, that's such a good way to put it. Exposed. Like everybody's just exposed constantly all day, every day. You know, and I tell people like, I have a, I have a real big love hate relationship with social media. Like I think it's great to be social and to connect and to be able to share content. But I also hate it because of that, that time suck, that comparison, the mental health. I mean, even kids these days, like I even know like my nieces are teenage, like they're becoming teenagers and they're falling into that trap of, well, so and so has converse and so-and-so has earbuds and so-and-so and their life is so much better because they have all of these material things. And I don't know. So so really as a Pinterest marketer, what I, what I focus on is I help businesses do digital marketing better by not having to focus on social media efforts that aren't, they're not giving them any return on investment. And that's why I love, like, that's why I have now a love-hate relationship with social media because Pinterest just helps me to do, do and grow my business better. And I don't have to focus on, you know, algorithms knocking down my content and them constantly changing the platform. Forms. So just wanted to plug that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we're about to head to that because no, you've got to make no, no, no. We, you got to make me a believer because I'm like, huh, whoa, what? How does Pinterest even help a business? But before we get to that, yeah, because yeah. we got some novice, novice people in there, including myself. Love it. Go ahead. What in the world is SEO? Search engine optimization. So, okay, why do we need it? Why do you need it? You, and you need it both, not necessarily just for Pinterest, but also for your website. The search engine is essentially the the words, the phrases, the terms that you use with, throughout your website and all of your website copy that then search engines, right? They crawl all of those words and phrases and say, okay, well, uh, Joanne, she has a lot of words about Pinterest and about marketing and about helping businesses. And so that helps you to rank in search engines based on what you do. So if your website has no words on your website, not not to say that you have to have a ton of words, but you have to have the right words. But also if your website is not 
optimized on the back end, like I know WordPress and Squarespace and Wix gives you SEO capabilities. So you can name your pages, you can put descriptions for all of your pages, you can put the description for your site, all of your titles and things where you can put those relevant keywords and phrases that really align with your business. So obviously, if you're like, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, if you are a Raleigh cake baker, you better be saying Raleigh cake baker all over your website, you know, in different ways, you don't want to just sound sort of sterile or stale, but you you really want to hone in on those specific terms that really are the ones that you want your business to be known for. And so that that's what people are searching for your website, your business will pop up. And that's really how Pinterest works too, because it is a search engine. And we'll talk more about that here in just in just a little bit. So wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea. So I found you through a hashtag. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> on Instagram. I have a love-hate relationship, okay, with social media. I still use hashtags, though. I still am found on social media, but <laughs> but it's so important. I mean, hashtags are also another mechanism to be found. And that's that's how I love that people can connect and engage on the platform. Yeah, yeah. All right. So tell me about Pinterest. Like for me, when I use Pinterest, it's me if I'm looking for a hairstyle I want to use or something for my girls. Yeah. Or I'm looking for a craft or something. I never even thought to promote my business on Pinterest. Yes. So Pinterest, what people think about Pinterest is that it's a social media site and it's not. It's actually a really powerful search engine. So if you think about Pinterest, like you were just saying, you go to Pinterest, there's a search bar at the top, right? You type in something that you want to search for. And then what happens and what pops up when you hit enter? You get search results. So there are social... Pinterest does definitely does have social elements. It has... You can repin people's content. You can follow people. You can follow people's boards. You can comment on things, save stuff, that kind of thing. But overall, it is a search engine. And so what I want businesses to know is that Pinterest for business, you can create a Pinterest for business profile. And you can go in and you can pin your products and your content from your website so that when pinners go to Pinterest, they're looking for something specific, you're, you end up popping up in search results. And because you're a business on Pinterest, they actually prioritize in the smart feed and in search business content versus people who are just pinning like, Oh, I did this pretty hairstyle on my sister today and I uploaded it to Pinterest kind of thing. So it can be a very powerful mechanism and a means to get your products, your content, videos, podcast episodes, affiliate marketing seen that's outside of a social media site like Twitter or LinkedIn or um, I was about Instagram and Facebook. I almost forgot what the other ones were. I'm like, what are those called again? <laughs> so it's it's an incredible platform. It really is for business. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. And the light bulb just went in. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. she is right. Yeah. Because most of us are like quickly searching. Yes. We're not looking for a whole bunch of words to look like Mm -hmm. people are getting more and more. They have like less and less patience for words. You are so right. And that's why one of the reasons why I think a lot of YouTube videos do or YouTube creators can do well with Pinterest because they can just promote their pin, their videos, right? The name of the video on Pinterest and then get traffic to their YouTube channel. And that's where people can watch, Mm -hmm. watch video. But yeah, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. I think it's just. The thing about Pinterest is the misconception that it's a social media site. It's another thing to manage. But when we look at the return, we look at the referral traffic, the uh, the digital visibility that you're getting, the new leads, the helping to grow your email list, all of these benefits, right? You can really grow your business in multiple ways at once by using Pinterest versus you're on Instagram and you're like hoping that somebody sees something. Whereas with Pinterest, because pinners are looking for that thing, your content pops up. They're kind of already like a warm lead. Because they want to know, just as an example, 
as a Pinterest marketer, I write a lot about Pinterest. And so when someone goes to Pinterest and is like, how to use Pinterest for business, my content pops up and then they go to my website. And then if I have a product that I can sell or, you know, a course or services, they can acquire with me. And that is somewhere where it's something I'm already writing, right? I'm already going to share helpful content with my audience. And then this is just a means to promote it and get it found by people who actually want it. Versus when you're scrolling on social media, you hope that somebody stops and looks at you know, whatever it is that you're trying to promote that day. So, mm. all right. I be- I'm a believer. I'm a believer. <laughs> I think you, you probably had already had your interest peaked and you were just curious to learn more about it. It makes sense though. It makes so much sense. Okay. So when we, when you're looking at, I mean, that's a huge element. And for all the listeners at, to- at the end of this episode, you're going to get all the contact information for Joanne so that you can contact her, you can learn more because she's got online courses, all these resources. But there's another element of Joanne's brand that I think is very beautiful. And it's essentially everything that I believe in as well. And that's about building community. Mm. And so I want to know from you why community is important for an entrepreneur. Well, I think that, at least for me, when I first started doing makeup, and I'm going to reference that because that was my business that I had the longest, I felt really lonely. I felt very isolated. I had never owned a business before. I didn't know what I was doing. And I honestly had reached out to... Uh, at the time, I'd, I'd been in the acting and modeling world for a really long time. And so I reached out to a friend of mine who I really looked up to, who I thought would be a good mentor. She was a different market. So wasn't we weren't competing against one another. And she was just very, very um, rude to me about, Hey, I want to hire you for a consult. I'm trying to start a makeup business. Like, what do you think? And that was really the moment. And it took me a few years to realize this, that like, I don't want to be that way. I want to lead with that abundance. I want to lead with an abundance mindset. And I want to be able to have people ask me questions and come to me as, as a, as a community, as somebody who could potentially help them. So really in Raleigh, like my friends and I, a couple of my makeup friends, we created this beautiful community here. And now everybody refers everybody when someone's not available and we all share tips and tricks and resources. And we talk about difficult clients and Hey, how are you, how are you filing your taxes or what accountant do you use? Or, you know, am I a 1099 or a W2? Like, what are those things look like? And I'm just always. I know that business is so hard. Like, and doing it alone and being a digital entrepreneur and sitting at your laptop day in and day out is, is sometimes really draining. And so having that community, having those events, having people that you can connect to and say, guys, like I booked a client this week. This was really exciting. Or I was on a podcast or, you know, my website traffic has grown or whatever that looks like. Just having people that like are really cheering you on is so important. And, and not only that, but you guys really can help each other in so many different ways. Like the collaborations that happen when people get together in a room and just are like, Hey, I think you might know this person or this might be good for you or let's connect and do a collaboration or something like that. And it's just, it flourishes and it really lifts everybody up. Again, that's that rising tide sort of mentality. A rising tide lifts all ships, right? Is that the metaphor? Yeah. Close. close It sounds good. Close enough. It does. (laughs) Not mine. Not mine, but I'll use it. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, Because I remember when I was first starting out in dentistry, I remember emailing several people I considered influencers and hearing crickets. Yep. 
I'm sorry, crickets. And so I dealt with a lot of loneliness and making decisions based on that loneliness, going into collaborations that probably weren't a good fit, but I was just so lonely and just wanting to have that, that connection with someone else on the same journey. Because all of my friends and people that were working, you know, regular nine to fives and, and didn't have a business did not understand. Like when you don't receive a paycheck anymore from someone, it's not that I can just, you know, sit down and, and go to sleep and chill out. Yeah. It's like, man, where's the money going to come yeah. from? Especially when you're dealing with the business that um, I've heard of this and I forgot the book that it was called, but business goes up and it has these peaks and valleys. Yeah. And those, and those, those um, deep, uh, valley that you go into, you know, these are some serious death valleys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where you want to quit. Yeah. You do. And then you're like, Oh, let me keep going. And it's, it's hard. It's hard. And that's why I love what you're doing. And that's why, you know, during my business pivot, as soon as I saw that you were um, offering to have other people join your community. I was like, yes. I think that there's, there's just, I that? mean, it, it really elevates the whole community. It doesn't, it's not just the women that are there, but it's like women are, well, number one, they own 85% of the global economy because we are the ones who do the budget, right? We have the purse strings, we have the purchasing power, but also like we can go in and we can shop with our friends' businesses and we impact like just the entire community and then we impact our families and we are impacting the whole world. I mean, it's like, it has this like huge effect that I don't know. I've, I've, I've also heard of like other cities where they're like, wow. And, you know, in whatever city, they would never do that. Like you don't refer to other people because, you know, it's only, there's only enough work for you. And I truly don't, but I believe that there's work for everybody. If you're willing to hustle and get out there and cold call and put your name out there and just, again, you're meeting people, then, then the work's going to be there. But like you said, you do have valleys. It can be very tough, but it's nice to know that you have a friend that you can say, Hey girl, <laughs> I had a rough day. Like, like, I feel like I feel like everything's on fire. Talk me down off the ledge here. I need your help. And you do that for other people too. And it's it's really nice to be to be able to have that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I've got one last question for you. Yeah. I hate for this to end. But the question is if we were to go back in time to meet Joanne at the very beginning stages of her business, mm -hmm. what advice would you give to her? Oh girl, I would say one, be consistent, right? I think a lot of times I would get really down because I had those valleys that we just talked about and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to continue. I'd want to quit and say, I'll just, you know, screw it. Like I'm just going to close my business. This sucks. But if I had like a positive mindset and I just stayed, stayed the course and I was really consistent and I just kept showing up every day that my business could have been very different. So I would definitely say be consistent. And I know this probably sounds cliche, but like, give yourself grace. You can only do so much in 24 hours. Life is going to happen. I mean, at times, like my dogs bark and, you know, my, my dogs got hurt or, you know, my grandpa's in the hospital or my husband's got stuff he's got going on. And it's just you're, you can only do what you can do every day. But as long as you move that needle a little bit every single day, just keep going. So I would say definitely just being consistent and being persistent and just showing up because that's really what is going to change the course of your business if you just keep going. 
I love it. I love it. All right, Joanne, please share with the listeners how they can contact you. Yes. Okay. So I am on all media, including all the Twitter and the Instagram, Facebook, all that at Pin Savvy Co. If you guys are interested in learning more about my courses or Pinterest marketing services, you can also head to pinsavvy.co. And then of course, if you want to email me directly about anything regarding Pinterest marketing or burnout, I'd be happy to chat with you. My email is pinsavvyco at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. I'm so, so thankful for Instagram yes. um, and hashtags <laughs> because you are amazing. I'm so thankful that we um, connected and you're on the show and you shared your wisdom today. It was wonderful. Jasmine, I appreciate it so much. And I hope that your listeners definitely get some value and something out of the, the episode today. So thanks again. Thanks for tuning into the show. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on jasminehaley.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend or leave us a review. I'll see you next time.